hello, hello, you gorgeous woman. Welcome to the show. I am your host and love coach, Kat, and I'm sure you noticed that things are a little bit different for this episode. So before I go into today's topic, I want to let you know that we are going to be under construction, let's just say, for the next couple of weeks. There are big changes that are coming your way. Here's the thing. I always ask my clients to step outside of the box. I ask my clients to have an open mind, have an open heart, to be willing to pivot, to be willing to take chances and take risks, to believe in themselves, to know what they are deserving of when it comes to careers and and love, right? And if I'm not going to walk the walk, I have no business coaching women to do the same. So there's going to be some changes. We're going to be under construction. And if you watch this on YouTube, I'm also going to be redoing my office. So the, the office is going to take a little bit longer, but the big changes are coming your way. But rest assured, this show is still for my single high achieving, high valued woman who's looking to attract love into her life. So this show is still for you. So that has not changed, but there's just going to be some other changes. So you want to make sure and subscribe both on YouTube and whatever, whether it's Spotify or iTunes, make sure and subscribe. So you'll be the first to see the changes coming up. So I'm really, I'm, you know how, um, have you ever watched Saturday night live with Kristen Wiig and she's, the one who can't hold in surprises. <laughs> she's, when someone tells her there's like a new baby coming and she can't, she can't handle it. That's kind of how I feel right now. That's really how I feel about the changes that are coming. So stay tuned. Um, okay. So today's episode, <sighs> today's episode, I'm going to dive in to a little bit of my story. Here's the thing. I believe that showing you a state of vulnerability, which I talk about all the time, and sharing a little bit about my own journey will help you understand why I know what it's like to be in your shoes. And I've had women ask me, do you practice what you preach? Because I'm a love coach, right? So I've had women ask, do you practice what you preach? And I do. And one of the ways that I can share a part of my own testimony, basically on my own walking testimonial, right? Is my sharing a little bit of my past with you. So we're going to dive in today about divorce, not the subject of divorce, but post-divorce. Now, if you're listening to this and you're just a single woman who's never been married, but you've had serious relationships in the past, I know that there's going to be some talking points that I'm going to bring to your attention that I'm sure that that will sit well with you or maybe not, maybe sitting well is not the right (laughs) terminology, but I know that you're going to see a lot of yourself of what I'm going to talk about today. And my hope is that 
I wanted to bring this subject to you because not only to share a little bit of my heart with you, because I just appreciate you so much, but also to help you, especially if you are my sister who is newly divorced or my sister who just went through a horrible breakup and you are looking for true love. I want this episode to speak to you. And if you have other sisters that are in your life too, that are going through a divorce, I would highly suggest for you to share this episode with her too. I, I don't think we talk about this stuff enough, ladies. I don't, I would love one of my goals is to have round tables, round table discussions. Okay. With all of you face to face. Okay. Which brings me, okay. So I have two, before I go into talking about love after divorce, I have two announcements. First, you already know, if you listen to the show, you already know my how to attract love into your life workshop, free virtual workshop is coming June 18th, completely for free, June 18th, 5.30 PM central standard time. Grab your cocktail of choice. Come and hang out with me online free for an hour. And I'm going to show you my five step process, my attraction formula of how to attract love into your life. So if you're listening to this and you want a good mm, outline formula, because here's the thing, we know that things are starting to open up and I know that you're listening to the show for a reason, right? You are a single woman who is looking for love and maybe you've gotten to that point where you are so ready to have connection, but you wanting, you're wanting to make sure and start off on the right foot. This workshop is for you. So go to catcantrell.com forward slash workshop and come and join us. Make sure and sign up and reserve your spot. That's the first announcement. Second announcement. I told you big things are coming. <laughs> I wish I could tell you this. All the deets, but not yet. I got to keep you in suspense. I got to keep you in suspense. Okay, so here, okay, so here it is. In-person workshop, ladies, is coming. July. July 2021. I have not held an in-person workshop since January of 2020. I'm so, I'm, I'm so excited for this incredible opportunity and space is very, very limited because this might turn into something even bigger. So I want to start small. And here's the thing. You don't have to live here in Iowa. In fact, you can live anywhere. You can fly in Create a weekend for yourself. You know, I'm all about dating you. You know, I'm all about dating you. <laughs> so you can create this amazing experience for yourself. Fly in and come and see me for this in-person workshop. But I'm not going to give you the details quite yet. It's coming your way. It's coming in July. So please stay tuned. Okay. When I was trying to figure out the title of this episode, just so you know, I don't name these episodes until afterwards because... This isn't scripted. I don't know. I'm sure you can tell, but these episodes are not scripted. I don't read a script. This is very much, I have notes. They're right here. I do make notes prior, but this is speaking from the heart. And when I went to figure out what the title of this episode was, I figured that I will figure it out <laughs> as we keep talking, as we keep talking. But divorce is, oh, we could create a series out of it, right? And I want to have that uncomfortable conversation with you when it comes to dating after divorce. 
or after a major breakup, I'm going to have that uncomfortable conversation with you because I'm going to be honest with you. Not that I'm not honest with you usually, but I am going to be honest with you. Your girlfriends aren't going to stop you or your girlfriends aren't going to tell you what you need, need to hear. <laughs> they're not. They're going to tell you what you want to hear, but they're not going to tell you what they need to hear. And I want to talk to you. I want you to imagine that we're sitting across the table from each other. And I'm going to tell you what you need to hear when it comes to dating post breakup and post divorce. I, my divorce was two years long and I started dating six months in. And here's the, here's why I started dating. I was in no shape or form to start dating, but my ex soon to be ex-husband was dating and I almost started dating as like to get him back. <laughs> I told you I was going to be vulnerable. I started dating to try to get back at him because the thing about my divorce was that I wanted it. So I asked for it. So I, I wanted the divorce, but here's the thing that I tell my clients. When you go through a divorce, whether you want it or you don't want it, it doesn't matter. It is still a loss. Whether you wanted it or didn't want it, because nobody, no matter, I can sit here and tell you what it's like. Your girlfriends can tell you what it's like. Your parents can tell you what it's like. Nobody can tell you what it's like until you go through it yourself. And it's painful and it hurts no matter if you want it or you don't want it. And I wanted my divorce, but absolutely I was in a state of pain. Absolutely I was hurting. And I said to myself, and maybe you have said this to yourself, I said, well, I wanted this divorce a long time ago, so I'm, I'm ready. I, I'm ready to date. <laughs> I'm ready to allow someone into my life. Or you think you're ready. When I was doing research and going back through my catalog that's in my head and I was doing research online, I wanted to get the statistics of first and second marriages because I'm the product of a divorce myself. In fact, my father was married three times and my mother was married four so I've seen a lot of marriages in my life <laughs> and I wanted to do some statistics for you to give you more mm, encouragement that you don't have to rush out there and get married again. So here are the stats first. I was overjoyed actually to hear this. So first marriages, 40% of first marriages end in divorce, which actually has decreased. The last time I did, the last time I looked, it was like 51 or 52%. So 40% of first marriages end in divorce. Here's the kicker. 67% of second marriages end in divorce. <laughs> I'm looking at my notes. Okay. Third marriages, 74% percent. Now I kind of knew this, right? So I knew that second, second marriages and in divorce, 
I saw both my parents go through it. I was going through a divorce myself, but I, seeing my soon to be ex-husband starting to date, I thought to myself, well, I need to start dating. Here's the thing. When you are hurting and you start dating, you may think, now again, I'm, I'm just going to tell you how it is. I'm going to tell you my philosophy on this. You may think that dating as you're going through a divorce or newly divorced is the way to go because your marriage was already gone. But remember what I said about how being married or going through a divorce, whether you want it or not wanted it, it's, you're still hurting. It's still a loss. You're still processing when you're going through the divorce and even after the divorce, you're still hurting. You're still in pain. Whether you would like to admit it to me or not, uh, I know you are. I know you are. So here's what happens. We're in a state of pain. We start dating because it's familiar. That's number one. It's familiar. So we're not used to being alone. We're not. Uh, we've been with this person for X amount of years. And next thing you know, you're living separately. You're not, this person's not part of your daily life anymore. And you're finding yourself alone. And even, and I'm, I'm going to speak to my single moms out there because I, I, I was there. Even if you have children, it is lonely, very lonely. Sorry. I'm talking with my hands and I'm smacking my microphone. Very, very lonely. And so when you start dating, it puts a, like, you know how when you severely cut yourself and you're probably like, hmm, I think I might need stitches on this, but eh, I don't want to go to the doctor. I'm just going to put a Band-Aid on it. That's what dating is doing when you're going through a divorce. It's putting a Band-Aid on your pain. Now hear me out. Hear me, just hear me out. Because when we start dating, we're hurting, our ego is hurting. Whether we were whether the divorce happened to us, whether we wanted it, even when we wanted it, our ego is still suffering because our identity is being we're losing our identity. We're no longer with this person anymore. We're no longer married anymore. So there are so many losses. Now we're losing the partner, we're losing our identity. Sometimes we lose our houses, sometimes we lose our cars. I know for me, I lost everything. In fact, I uh good friends of mine at the time had to, we had one hour to pack up everything I had and move me and my two kids into a tiny two bedroom apartment while my ex stayed in the home. So you lose a lot. So when you start dating again, it's exciting because your ego is so excited. Your ego starting getting attention again. And your ego's like, this is amazing. This is incredible. Um, I'm getting attention again. And you don't care, right? Whether it's uh, good attention or bad attention, like you just don't care. And so you're getting fed. Your ego's getting fed. You're feeling better about yourself. But yet you're not paying attention to the pain because all you've done is put a Band-Aid on it and you think to yourself, I know what I can do to help with the pain. 
I can get in another relationship. And that's what I did. <laughs> in fact, I got into a relationship before my divorce was even over. So my ex-husband, uh, and it kind of catapulted me because my ex-husband was already engaged to be married actually. And, uh, so he was already engaged to be married and he's already divorced again. Ha. 67%. Remember what I said. <laughs> so he was engaged and I was like, okay. And I knew ladies, there were so many alarm clocks going on inside of me. So many alarms inside of me. They're like, this isn't good. You shouldn't be in a relationship. You know, you shouldn't be in a relationship. You know that there's some work to be done, but you yet you're in a relationship because it's familiar because it's cozy. And so not only do we get into a relationship because it's familiar, because we, again, will have that identity. We'll be with somebody again, right? The second reason being is we usually will date someone that's exactly like our ex because it's familiar or we'll date somebody the complete opposite than our ex. And that's what I did. I was like, well, shoot. Um, so this didn't work. This model didn't work. This, this is the one that uh, didn't work so well. So maybe I'll try the complete opposite of that model and I'll try this and maybe this is the solution. This is what it is. No, it's not. Because believe it or not, whether you want to hear this or not, you married your ex for reasons, right? You were with your ex because most likely you were in love with them. You found qualities in them that you loved. And when you are with somebody who is the complete opposite that is denying the parts of you that loved the parts of that other person in your last relationship. Again, putting a bandaid on something when it should be stitched up, right? So we find ourselves in a relationship. I found myself in a relationship with somebody that was the complete opposite of my ex-husband, soon to be ex-husband. And I, and I even remember like introducing him to my family and I'm like, oh, this is the one and I'm going to get married again and this is going to be great. And it was not great. In fact, here's what happens. So since we're not paying attention and since we're not mending, we're not allowing things to heal and I'm not, believe it or not, I'm not an advocate for fully healing. I think healing is a lifelong process. I truly believe that. Um, my old coach taught me that and I truly do believe it. So you're not paying attention to what needs to happen and what needs to heal. Sometimes you're putting it into that other person's hands, right? Where you're expecting all the affirmation. Your ego needs to be fed all the time because you don't want to be alone because you're not paying attention to yourself because you're not loving you. You're expecting someone else to give you the love that you're not giving to yourself. And that's what was happening with me is that even though I felt that this was the solution, as time went on, I continuously ignored the red flags continuously until I, until there was one completely gigantic red flag that I could not deny and broke up with him. It took me over a year, but finally 
was able to stand on my own two feet and tell him that I was done. So many women date through divorce or newly after divorce without understanding who they are, what their interests are, what they're deserving of. And I'm convinced that this is why 67% of second marriages and in divorce is because you're so, you don't want to feel, I get it. I've been there. You don't want to feel the pain. You don't want to feel the hurt anymore. And so you think that this helps, but it doesn't. So you have that, right? So you have the, the challenges and everything that you're going through, right? Where you're, you're, you're having to juggle a divorce or newly divorced. So then you're having to juggle an ex. Then you're juggling the fact that you're depending on this person to feed your ego because you haven't taken the time or attention to feed your own. Yes. Understanding your worth, you understanding you. You haven't taken that time or energy to spend it on you. And then you throw kids into the mix. So some of you have blended families. It's to me, when women do this, I've been there and I was smart enough to get out when I saw the red flags that when women are going through this and I tell them, and my clients have told, I mean, I'm, my clients have told you, have told, have told, but <laughs> we'll tell you that when they come to me and they start to go through a divorce, they're like, Oh, I dated this guy. Oh, I found this guy. Oh, I found this guy. And I just sit there and I shake my head. And I always say, you're finding Mr. Right now. You're not finding Mr. Right because you can't even see what you are deserving of or what you want because you're consistently putting a band-aid after a band-aid after a band-aid. So what do you do about it? How can you find true love after a divorce? Well, that's what my attraction workshop is all about. <laughs> How to attract true love into your life? This is exactly one of the key points that we talk about is exes, is going through that process, is understanding when are you ready to have true love into your life? If you are a sister who is listening to this and, and saying to yourself, well, I do this so I'm not alone, I'm going to tell you that no matter if you're not comfortable being alone, celebrating yourself, creating experiences for yourself, understanding that you need to create and feed, create happiness and feed your own ego. No matter what relationship you're going to be in, you will be alone. In fact, that is even the worst alone. And I'm sure some of you have been there too when you have been in relationships and you are more lonely than you have ever been. And most likely it's because you haven't given yourself your own love and attention.
you're like, next, this will fix it. Next, this will fix it. Next, this will fix it. I had to learn that lesson the very hard way. And do I regret it? Hmm. Sometimes, sometimes I do. Do you know that, uh, <laughs> that Instagram or TikTok where they're like, oh, I, when you remember the time that you did this and they, everyone goes and they, they, they clench like this. Sometimes I have that, <laughs> I have that reaction, but because I went through that experience and what I learned from that experience, I'm grateful for it because it has brought me to you and to help you and guide you as you also go through this. Now, I stopped dating altogether. Five years, five years. I dated here and there, but I took, you know, it took me five years to figure out that formula and to understand what I was deserving of, understanding what I wanted, understand what I was, what the life that I always wanted to have, I realized it was mine to create and not his. I wanted him to look at my life and be like, oh, that looks like a fun life. That looks like an exciting, fun life. I want to be a part of that life. That's what I wanted and that's what happened. And here we are almost seven years later. So if you are newly divorced or you're going through a divorce, I want you to do me a favor. Will you please do an inventory on what you're doing when it comes to dating? I want you to reflect on what type of life when you put, this is the one thing I ask my clients. And so I'm just going to go ahead and ask you, what is the one thing, or excuse me, when we look to the future six months from now, what type of life would you want without a partner? What would your ideal day, week, year, what would that look like to you without a partner? And if you can't answer that, then love will not find you. It won't. So those are some very hard questions to ask yourself. And that was the question I asked. That's what led me to here, to you, to my journey of helping women is I wanted to have the life that I wanted. I didn't want to have anybody else create it for me. I wanted to create it for myself. And I did. I hope that with listening to today's episode, I hope you were able to share it with your, with your sisters. And I want to give you that positive affirmation that love is waiting for you. It's just that you are filling your life, fit, feeding your ego with attention and not intention. What are you intending for your life, not what kind of attention can I get for my life? There's a difference, right? Correct. Right. 
Huh. Okay. There was my big sigh. I noticed that on all, all these episodes that I like, after I like spill all this stuff to you, um, there is a gigantic big sigh. So there is my big sigh. <laughs> so my love, I hope you were able to um, take something from today's episode. And as a reminder, if you are looking to attract true love into your life, come and join me, catcantrell.com forward slash workshop. On June 18th, 5.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, I will teach you my five-step attraction formula of how to attract true love into your life. I hope you'll join me. So please make sure and join me over there. And as always, if you're watching on YouTube, please make sure to subscribe, like this video, and click the bell. So then that way when we upload new episodes every week that you'll be the first to know. And if you are watching, excuse me, if you are listening on iTunes, I would love it if you would subscribe and rate and review this episode. This is how other women can find us. And if, why don't, ugh, words. <laughs> Sorry, ladies. And do you have Facebook or Instagram? Let's be friends. Please come and follow me over on Instagram or Facebook at Cat Cantrell. And if you're listening to this episode, take a screenshot and share it in your story so I can come follow you back. I love to know the women who are listening to this show. Thank you all so much for being here. Thank you for being a part of my life. And remember, my love, true love is waiting for you. And I will see you all next time. Okay.